Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Two fathers with opposing personalities come together to celebrate the wedding of their children. They are forced to spend the long week of their li- the longest week of their lives together, and the big day cannot come soon enough. And folks, you'll never guess what happens next. Hello and welcome to Little Marty, the only podcast on the internet that used to be dedicated to Martin Scorsese and Adam Sandler, but is now solely dedicated to covering the works of Adam Sandler. My name is Eric <laughs> Halloween. And my name is Jeremy the... Oh, man, I almost said the butcher, Eric. What's wrong yeah. with me? Yeah. I can't be the butcher no more. I guess I'm Jeremy... Uh, I guess I'm, maybe I'll be, who's in this movie? Let's see here. It's, uh, uh oh, I, I, I know who I am. I'm Jeremy Dratch. There you go. Yeah. I like it. Not too shabby. Yeah. Not bad. Not too shabby. Uh, let's see here. So we are talking about the week of, of course, we are, uh, I guess if, you know, on the off chance that. You love the, this movie, and you're you're just like I'll check out this podcast episode mm-hmm. <laughs> about my favorite movie. Um, first of all, sorry for what we're what I'm about to say about your favorite movie, uh, but also uh, we are a uh, you know we we were going through the Scorseses and the Sandlers uh, chronologically, and we just inevitably got to this point. Where we are spending, I don't know, probably a year of our lives <laughs> doing uh, <laughs> pretty much just an Adam Sandler podcast uh, because he has a lot more movies than Scorsese. So uh, we're going to get to the week of in a moment, but uh, Jeremy, I was wondering if you could tell the people, because you're, you're so good at selling this uh, this this other podcast yeah. that we have, and uh, I thought I'd give you another chance to uh, just tell the people what it's about, you know what I mean? Absolutely, my guy. Uh, we over at patreon.com slash uh, Eric and Jeremy. You can subscribe at uh, any tier, really, and get an unlock like a treasure trove of bonus podcasting content for your little l- eager ears. We've got hmm. stuff all over the place. We just finished our Cohen Brothers uh, run where we covered the entire filmography of the Coen brothers. It went amazing. It was such an incredible experience. Uh, and now um, we're still, we're in, we're in, and now we're still kind of uh, moving through their written works as opposed to their directing works. But there's a whole bunch of stuff over there, folks. Every few months we do a themed month. Last one we did for, uh, uh, for, uh which is uh, we just covered the works of Brendan Fraser for the <laughs> month of February. Good times over there. Incredible times. Uh, check us out if you're uh, if you're curious and maybe a little dangerous. 
Yeah, and I will say that uh, summer is a great time uh, to sign up. We we of course do. We do at least a month of like summer horror movies um, coming up uh, eventually here tunes soon too. Uh, we we do have a tier where uh, y- you sign up and you can force us to do an episode on any movie or TV show or anything really. Um, so we've got some uh, Brian who who is uh, one of our patrons has two requests coming up oh, and no. uh, I, I have not revealed them to you yet Jeremy but they're they're good ones um, so we've got that I think we're gonna do uh, we still have to do an episode where we sort of rank our Scorseses our favorite Scorseses now that we've seen all of the movies uh, so we'll do that soon and uh, you know I keep uh, I keep threatening the 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 patron the patrons um, with doing a uh, reverse Nofsky. so oh if, yeah, if, oh if yeah. they're not, uh, if they don't behave, if you don't behave yourselves on the Patreon, uh, we're gonna watch every Darren Aronofsky movie in reverse or- order. So yeah, and can you even imagine how that's gonna feel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bad. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, I I'm not gonna lie. When I said that we should do that, I mm-hmm. in my head. I realize that I get him confused with uh, M. Night Shyamalan a lot. So when I came up with that idea, like what I was thinking in my head was M. Night Shyamalan. Right, but right. Yeah, yeah. I'll do, I'll do yeah. either, really. We should oh, do a yeah, Shyamalan sure. uh, marathon at, at one point, though. Yeah, dude. I, I would love that. You know, th- his new movie just came out, and people were were liking it, you know? Love it. Love it. Well, uh, yeah, patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy. Uh, head on over there. It's a good time. It's a good time. But, uh, Jeremy, I, I, you know it's an even better time? The uh, the Robert Smigel-directed film starring Adam Sandler and Chris Rock, The Week Of. Yeah, man, Smigel-directed. Can you believe it? Yeah, so he's he's written some of these Sandler movies, right? Or he's been like a co-writer? Or is this the first time we're seeing his name on a, a Sandler? Uh, the, the, no, he's written a ton of stuff with Sandler. Uh, most, I mean, right. most notably the Hotel Transylvania series is all Smigel stuff, but he also um, does the poop on you, dog. <laughs> mm, triumph. Yeah. I know him as the poop on you, dog, but yeah, I guess his name is Triumph. For um, me to poop on is for his, me to uh, poop on catchphrase. Um, yeah, man, this is a uh, this is I don't I don't know if he's I'm gonna look it up now just because I want to see what else if he's directed anything. But uh, you might you at least would have like um, seen, I guess, uh, his him and him in an Adam Sandler movie. As the uh, brother-in-law to Adam Sandler in Punch Drunk Love, right? Yes. Kind of an amazing uh, little cameo performance there. Um, but Robert Smigel, as you know, was like, you know, like the head writer of SNL for a stretch, and like, you know, moved on to the Dana Carvey Show, and it's had this like, inc- and then of course was with Conan for a million years, and just you know. Uh, a huge creative force and uh, 
Yeah, I'm trying to find right now. Uh, if yeah, I love that scene else. in in Punch Drunk Love. If I recall correctly, uh, Barry Adam Sandler's character is um, just mm-hmm. like talking about all this like yeah all these like mental health issues that he's having just like dumping all this stuff on uh robert smigel's character who plays like his brother-in-law or something right and uh barry's like looking for advice and eventually smigel's character is, is just like uh i'm just a dentist i'm a dentist yeah and then yeah. he rats him out later <laughs> yeah uh yeah so smigel's only ever directed this as like a feature film. Um, Interesting. Yeah, which is kind of crazy because like it's, um, you know, you'd think like he would have maybe done more stuff, especially with Sandler since they've been collaborators for, for, for such a long time, but it doesn't look to be the case. I wonder how that happens because he's like pretty far along in his career at this point. Um, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, he, he's, I, I a, mean uh, he's a writer at first, I guess, but also just like a, Comedian, like, like a comedian, like you know what I mean. Like he's he's done so much with Conan, like for the Conan show, right? It's kind of unclear, you know. Those don't those those kind of jobs don't fit nicely into like the film pyramid of like producer, exec producer, director. So like, Smigel probably has a ton of experience doing the task of directing people, you know, <laughs> to right. do stuff, but just uncredited and or like didn't you know non-union whatever um yeah i think uh i don't know i'm, I'm trying to i'm trying I'm, I'm sort of like uh s- trying to like uh n- circle around the, <laughs> the belief that i have that uh i'm kind of bummed that this is his uh, uh this movie's directed by him because i don't like this movie very much sure um because he's great, like everything. I'm a huge Robert Smigel fan, and I, I right. just wonder, like, how that, how you know, I know that there's like so much more uh, involved in making a film, uh, especially yeah. like when you're just like churning them out for Netflix, where I, you know, I don't know, it's if he's if he's someone who's just like always wanted to direct something or or whatever, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, I know, know. Yeah, I mean, I. I this this movie to me is kind of I don't know I'm I'm I uh, and maybe we'll get into it and maybe there's some stuff I'm not seeing quite yet which is totally possible but to me I walk away from this movie being like it's just kind of boring like right. it's not but like it's still not like uh it, I didn't think it was that bad necessarily but maybe I'm forgetting. <laughs> Yeah, it's not terrible. I guess we have to like put this into perspective that like, I mean, uh, for Netflix, like streaming service exclusive movies, no matter what you say, like I still think of them as like TV movies. Like there's there's like theatrical releases and then TV movies. And then yes, you know, like there's like the Irishman and stuff like that that are exceptions. But this is one in like a billion uh, Sandlers that he's just kind of cranking out. And to me, in my mind, like this movie is no different than like a Hallmark Christmas movie or something. Right. Yeah. Except for, I like this better than a Hallmark Christmas movie. You know what I mean? Like, 
So I, 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 I've been trying to watch these uh, on, on the, with that uh, mindset, I guess. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I do, I do question sometimes whether, like, the quantity versus quality thing is really the way to go <laughs> with this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's a weird thing. Again, I, I, I just will, like, reiterate, like, it's boring it's there are funny parts to this i and also i'm like i'm like really happy it's like sandler and chris rock together is like a good pairing a good combo we haven't really seen before so to me this movie stands out a little bit from the other ones and um again also we get like rachel dratch has a big part in it so it's i don't know it's like it but I think you're right. Like context is sort of everything here because I'm like, if this was like dropped into a sea of just nothing but good shit, (laughs) I'd be Mm -hmm. like, well, this is a standout bad one, (laughs) but because it's like up next to movies, I like a lot less than it. I'm kind of like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm looking at it with like rose colored glasses. Um, and not, and then of course this is not like, considering we just did the Meyerowitz stories, which is actually a really, really good movie. But like Sandy Wexler, like this is better than Sandy Wexler to me or the do-over. Um, but I don't know. We'll get into it, man. I- I'm excited. Um, so let's see here. Not a uh, crazy amount of interest. I'll tell you how interesting the, uh, I was looking at this earlier. The, this is how interesting the trivia is for this movie on IMDb is the, uh, this is in here twice, okay? This, this, uh, hold on a second, where is that? Okay, in the film, Uncle Seymour lost both of his legs to diabetes. Jim Barone, the man who plays Seymour, actually lost both of his legs to diabetes in 2012. That is in here twice <laughs> in the, tri- in the <laughs> trivia, and it is also the first entry. Um, so, yeah, I think the only, the only real, uh, the only thing that I found to be super interesting was that this is the first uh, actor and director collaboration between Sandler and Smigel, which we've already talked about. Um, I did see some reviews from, I wanted to read this review from Richard Roper, mm-hmm. uh, the C- Chicago Sun-Times. He gave it 1.5 out of four stars, not Chucky Freckles. Otherwise, right. we would sue him. Uh, he he said, Sandler gives a relatively restrained performance as the well-meaning dad. Rock seemed uh, barely invested in paying attention to the other actors and reads his lines as if he's hoping there won't be another take and he won't have to go through this again. Even with helpful title cards telling us it's Monday, Tuesday, etc., this is a week that feels 10 days long. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah and it, 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 there's there's a couple other. I don't want to read just bad, a bunch of bad reviews about it, but there's there's a couple other pretty t- scathing yeah. reviews Curtis about this movie that are is, yeah, right. Essentially, all of them call it uh, lazy. I guess is the sort of the gist. Yeah, lazy, and that like that no one wants to be in the movie. They're just they're just sort of like. Uh, on autopilot right yeah yeah totally man uh, and uh i and i i guess you know 
not I don't even know why I, I do I do not care to stick up for this movie at all uh not as lazy as some of the other films we've watched in my opinion <laughs> like <laughs> like what was that one where they go to Hawaii or whatever oh like that, that uh, movie is la- very like la- just go with it that just go movie with it yeah is super lazy to me but I don't know dude um, they had, that one had a Dave Matthews cameo. <laughs> I will say that, like, yeah, I mean, that's a good point, right? Like, <laughs> like you're actually right. Like, like the do-over isn't lazy. Um, it's like, su- uh, you know what I mean? It's not lazy. It's like heightened and crazy, and there's like action sequences and all this stuff. I, but I just like it less, and I don't know why. Maybe, maybe just like the I, I like that it's a little bit more grounded this time. It feels like. It feels like a movie that's not a Happy Madison movie in a lot of ways. Like the camera is all like documentary style, like floating camera. A lot of it. It doesn't have that like Happy Madison gloss over it. It feels like real people sitting in rooms a lot. Like that to me, I don't know. I found that just to be a little bit more a change of pace at, at least from like right. blend from like blended <laughs> or pixels. <laughs> um. Yeah. So wait. So the first. So the first Netflix one was the Ridiculous Six, right? Right. Yeah. So now this is the fourth or third or something. Right. Fourth, like Happy Madison one. Yeah. So the Ridiculous Six and Sandy Wexler to me were like sort of like the silly ones, like the yeah, you know, and the, the silly ones. The Do Over is a silly one too, but it's like has a really weird attempt at getting like kind of serious. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, cancer. Towards the end of it. Yeah. Um this one to me, worth noting, I think this one I I get the vibe of like this is them doing like a family movie, sort of like a movie that that has like something for everyone, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, it's about family, obviously. There's jokes for the grown-ups, but it's not, like, too risque or ridiculous. Um, and it doesn't really get, like, too, too stupid. Um, I don't know. Did you, like, get that... Did you pick up on that vibe from this movie at all? Because that's kind of what I was expecting from it. And I think that's what I got, but I, I, the, the reason I ask is sometimes some, some of these movies, I'm like, I, you know, I don't know if this is like a movie that was necessarily made for like a 34 year old man oh, sure. to just like watch while yeah. he's eating, you know, right. Pad Thai in his yeah. underwear <laughs> on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I hear that. Yeah, definitely. It's like, I, I, I thought I had is like the best version of this movie is called father of the bride, right? Like with Steve Martin and it's like a laugh riot and Martin shorts in it. And it's really crazy. And it's about the same thing. It's about like your daughter is going to go get married to somebody and you don't like him or you're having a hard time letting go. Hmm. Like that's like, and so like, that's like a, and that's like, yes, it's a family comedy. Yes. It like, is about a dad who's like getting older and watching his daughter grow up. But it's also like very watchable for everybody. Like anybody can watch father of the bride and have a good time. Like this movie, I, I agree with you. It's like, it's missing a lot of things it needs to make this like a really, really funny broad, more broad comedy where we can like both 
empathize with Adam Sandler, but not have to be Adam Sandler. And right now, this is not like the most like I guess you're right, like relatable comedy, right? And and it, right. again, I think it's just also missing like really big, fun, comedic moments. Necess- you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have a lot of those. It's like the conflict is like the hotel kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and like stuff like that. So it's like, but it's about like, you know, like clearly Sandler's like, you know, feels insecure about him being in a low station in life while his, you know, the, this, the groom's husband, uh, the groom's father is like way more successful and like a surgeon and all this stuff. So it's like, yeah, again, I just, I, I agree. It's not, it's definitely not doing kick flips in terms of comedy, but it is like, it is definitely like easier to follow than the do over. I'll tell you that the do over. Yeah. I like could not understand for the life of me what was happening. But, uh, this one was like, you know, it's a little bit more down the barrel, a little bit more, uh, muted and tempered and i think that's what they were going for they were going for like almost like i almost feel like they wanted this to be like a really great episode of curb your enthusiasm or something right right you know just really grounded really like oh situational comedy um yeah but i agree i kind of agree you know though about like the performances like you know we've seen sandler do this kind of skis a lot and like chris rock like is not you know he's not like he's very he's very restrained in this Mm -hmm. and it's just not like we want we want them to get like you know something crazy to happen you know to them and it just only ever kind of does anyway Um, also too long it's also two hours long and 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 i think i i think at some point here soon they're gonna figure that out about the adam sandler formula on netflix because sandy wexler the do-over and ridiculous six were also all very long yes they were i hope they figure that out (laughs) i really do hubie halloween is like a cool 90 minutes i think so right that's true that's true Although, if there's like a four-hour director's cut out there, I yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> the one we actually want to be the longest <laughs> is the shortest. Yeah, Hubie Halloween is 102 minutes, which means it's just over an hour and a half, which is which is good. But like, yeah, you, we de- we definitely want like, um, yeah, we definitely want these to be shorter. That's just for dang true let's see how long murder mystery is not murder mystery is 97 minutes mm, okay so we're in for a good, good uh yeah we're in for a good yeah and of course hotel transylvania 3 97 minutes um yeah it's crazy so we're in the year 2018 now uh and we still have a long ways to go which is kind of wild this is like five years ago but, uh, I know. Well, when this guy's doing two a year, man, it's like, gooey, booyah, yoy. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, we got some. We we've got some good ones coming up. Um, but uh, yeah, so let's get through the plot of the week of Jeremy. I have to remind you: seven days, two families, no backing out. Mm. Sarah Lustig and Tyler Cordis are one week away from getting married. Uh, Despite Tyler's doctor father, Kirby, being extremely rich, Sarah's construction worker father, Kenny, insists on paying for everything, uh, resulting in a very cheap wedding. Okay. 
So <laughs> that's some nice table setting. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's not. Uh, it's not a bad premise. I don't. Uh, I don't really like wedding comedies anymore. So maybe I'm kind of like biased, but I've just like I kind of liked Wedding Crashers, and other than that, I don't know that I can think. And and the Wedding Singer. Other than that, I don't know yeah. that there are any like wedding comedies that I really. It's not really my hmm. thing. Have you seen Father of the Bride? I actually haven't. Uh that's a good one. Um, right. I do like that one. Uh, is a. Uh, the Hangover, a wedding comedy? <laughs> yeah, but again, I said Not ones that really. I liked. So. Oh, right, yeah. Hangover, no good. Um, Yeah, I can't think of any. Yeah, maybe they just all kind of suck. Yeah. I mean, Bridesmaids? I, I, Bridesmaids is a Oh, yeah, Bridesmaids comedy. is pretty That's good. good. Pretty good. Yeah. I guess what I'm getting at is it's just kind of like been done before many, many times. And it's like, if you're going to do the this premise, do something different or something yeah make it a instead of a wedding make it like a funeral yeah make it a funeral something's got to be haunted uh oh a haunted wedding yeah haunted oh hotel transylvania two is or one is kind of a oh no oh yeah that's true no they're not really wedding are they wedding is that the first movie is a wedding two is when they have the babe the baby Baby. one i think there's a wedding at the end maybe hmm okay this know. is not important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, the uh, in the week leading up to the wedding, the two families are plagued with multiple problems. Kenny is an attempt. Kenny, in an attempt to impress Kirby, tries uh, to get his hotel room made over to look more fancy. Unfortunately, the incompetence of the staff results in damage uh, to the other rooms where. Other members of the family are staying, forcing the Lustigs to let them stay at their house, already crowded with their own family. Um, yeah, so I guess like the ongoing joke being that more and more people are staying at the the Lustig house, um, right? Over time, yeah, I, I mean, some of these characters are kind of funny. I like the um, what's his what's uh, I have to look look up his name. Vinny Beetle as Scumbag Vinny? Not Vinny Beetle. <laughs> eh, I don't know, whatever. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, did you recognize Jackie Sandler? Oh, yeah. I mean, Jackie Sandler is uh, actually a huge character in this movie. Yeah, she is. And Jared Sandler, the 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 uh, neighbor. Well, right. Or the yeah. nephew or whatever is... Uh, Adam Sandler's nephew in real life. Um, yeah, I can't think of the name of the guy. I'm trying uh, to find the guy who plays, um, and it's like they're buried down here in the uh, credits section. But it's like, uh, what's his name? Um, I'll find it and I'll let you know. But there's a guy, one of one of uh the groom's family, is like super good in this. The one who has the big dog, he's great. Mm. I can't remember his. I can't. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes, I don't know his name. I don't know his actor. His actor's name. 
Uh, anyway, let's, yeah. Let's to make on. matters worse, uh, the hotel is where the reception is held, and the damage from the poor work threatens it. Uh, despite this, Kenny firmly refuses any help from Kirby, insisting on doing everything himself. Yeah, um, Rob Morgan is his name. Rob Morgan? Like Rob Morgan. Oh, Morgan, okay. Yeah, Rob Morgan. Yeah, he plays uh, a character named Cousin Marvin. <laughs> and he's good. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Cousin Marvin. Um, yeah, so I guess, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a weird, uh, I feel like I was, I'm missing like why. I feel like I, maybe I tuned out or something and missed the, and this it exists, but an explanation of like why uh, Sandler's character is like so stubborn about this in the first place. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what? Like I kind of get it. Like it's yeah. not, it's a realistic premise. I just feel like I'm missing like some type of uh, exposition or something where I'm like, oh yeah, okay, that's why. Yeah, it's like the he, it's like he's uh both has like insecurity and no self awareness or something. So he's like instead of just like letting things happen, he's trying to control stuff because he's trying to contribute, which is the all again, all implication. Right. But it's like, there's, there is some, there is something in there about like, maybe, I don't know. They could, because like, I do also think Sandler has like a really good point that like some, like a lot of what's happening. is just like sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, so he's like trying to make things a little bit better. And it's like, I don't know. It's Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It it's weird. Like you see, like another movie where you have like an insecure guy who's like trying to like impress another person's family is like uh, meet the parents or whatever. And we're like, I never for a second don't understand Ben Stiller or why he's doing something. <laughs> like it just seems right. perfectly. It seems like it perfectly just makes sense. And yeah, you're right. This one kind of is like. He's just, he's just like, it's like lights up. He's, uh, he's this way and we're not given much more like reason for that other than just like it's, it, men feel insecure about being, having less money than other men. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. meet the parents, by the way, isn't that, that, that's technically a wedding comedy, right? Yeah. It's married? really, it's a really good one. Yeah. It's too. a good one. Um, yeah, I I mean I you know if I if I was in Sandler's shoes and my daughter's uh you know what do you call it fiance's father was loaded and wanted to pay for a fancy wedding hell yeah I wouldn't be uh yeah you know you can contribute in other ways you know there's like yeah but anyway that's that's the premise of this movie and and I get it it's not like I think it's unreasonable but it, it but you're right like we could use some more expository maybe some funny ex, exposition as to why he's like this yeah but you know uh if if chris rock had just paid for the wedding we wouldn't get to the uh the any of the the comedic moments that ha- occur when you have a giant toblerone or a <laughs> very large bottle of absolute vodka um and the various other right. large products that Steve Buscemi uh, smuggled over there. That's, right. uh, you know, I guess that's part of two of my segment. I have to come up with a name for this. I've started a segment in this podcast where I 
point out all the product placement in the Sandler movies. I think we get like three or four of them in there. There's Toblerone. There's Absolute Vodka. Yep, yep. There's like a Beef Eater Gin bottle. And it's like written into the story. <laughs> yeah. It's like part of the plot is this. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's good stuff. Good, um, really good stuff. Due to a misunderstanding, Kenny's elderly uncle Seymour is mistaken for a World War II veteran. Uh, he never actually fought to help face uh, to help save face after accusations from the press. Kenny convinces the major or the mayor to hold the reception uh, in the guise of a party in Seymour's honor at City Hall. Uh, however, when Seymour dies in an accident during Tyler's bachelor party, Kenny is forced to admit that the legs. Everyone thought Seymour lost in combat were actually lost to diabetes. Uh, this gets back to the mayor who cancels the party. Uh, to cover this, Kenny, his wife, uh, Debbie, and Seymour's son, Charles, capture a bunch of bats and dump them down the chimney of City Hall. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny on, <laughs> on paper. Yeah. It, it's it's uh, written funnier, I think, yeah. than... Uh... Um, but yeah, I don't know. This is all like, I don't, it's, this is another one of those where I'm just like, man, get, why not just have all of the, you already have like David Spade and all those guys and most of the other ones. Let's get some, let's get Nick Swartzen in here. Let's just have the same guys come back for all of them. I mean, of course, throw in Rachel Dratch and, and. Sure. Some new faces, but uh, it's always really funny to to see like which which of them shows up to which movie. You know what I mean? Like you could see Kevin James being in this, but like he's not. You know what I mean? Like, and it's it, yeah, it just seems like a, kind of almost like a roll of the dice. Like, is Kevin Nealon going to be in this one? We'll see. You know, <laughs> I think Swartzen should be in all of them. <laughs> I think all of these movies yeah, weren't right. like. A psychotic character played by yeah. Nick Swartzen. Yeah. Um, weird, weird uncle or something in this one. Uh, the day of the wedding... Uh, wait, the day of the wedding arrives, and despite everything, uh, the ceremony goes off without a hitch. During the reception, Kirby confronts uh, Kenny over his behavior and helps him realize that he did it all out of a need to do one more thing for his daughter. Uh, unfortunately, they have this talk while being held up during a dance for a long time, and one of the carriers collapses, spilling water, which hits the electronics, starting a fire. <laughs> <laughs> and all is nearly lost. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a close call here. Uh, feeling awful, Kenny admits why uh, he did the things he did to Sarah, who forgives him. The rest of the reception is held at the Lustig house, and Kenny and Kirby agree that the latter should pay for their the first big family vacation. So there you go. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's the week of. <laughs> uh, that's so you funny. Know. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I t- yeah. I mean, I'm kind of coming around to your. To sort of more where you're landing on it, which is like, it's just ho hum and sort of drab and boring and doesn't really, not really yeah, exciting. Yeah, I mean, a lot of product when, placement. Lazy. When I'm watching these, like, I'm also, and this isn't like a normal 
thing that a normal person who watches movies uh, does. But I'm also thinking like, okay, what is in this that I like would like to talk to about on the podcast? Yeah, right. And <laughs> this movie, like I, some of these movies, I'm just like, man, I don't like. You're just not giving me much. You know what I mean? Like, there's sure. not a lot of like. <laughs> I like, uh, you know, I like when we have we're we're covering movies that are either like really really bad or really right. good, mm-hmm. or at least like have something to to like joke about. But the, yeah. I don't know. This one's just another one of those where it's like, eh, I feel like I'm just going to be complaining the whole time about this one because that's kind of all that I that's all I've got in me for the week of, unfortunately. Yeah. It's not, you're right, it's not the worst of them, but, uh, eh, I'm not Boring a huge Boring is sort of the worst thing your movie can be, I think, like, in, in many ways, um, it, it sure feels that way, um, so I, I, I yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you, I, uh, what are your final thoughts on it, and then give it a ranking, and then I'll go. I mean, you kind of... <sighs> Maybe did a little. Yeah. Bit. Well, I'll give this movie the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I'll give it a four out of four. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'll give this movie <laughs> the benefit of the doubt in that, um, it, you know, it, I think it is like intended to be more of a family movie. Um, you know, I think maybe if I was like with family and, you know, they're like throwing something on that everyone could agree on. I, I maybe I would have enjoyed this movie a little bit more or something um, in that context, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, not great. But I will say, going back to like way earlier in the conversation, I do think this is better than like a, you know a Hallmark movie or some like dumb like made for TV movie from back in the day. So I will give it a one point five. Now I'll give it a one point two five. Yeah, I I'm gonna give it a one point seven five, but I'm lowering my Sandy Wexler and do over scores. Sandy Wexler is now a one point five, and do over is a one point two five. Um, uh, week of is like on par with Ridiculous Six to me. In just like Ridiculous Six is like way funnier and way more going on, but it's also like way more like racist and terrible. Uh, this movie is like, like you said, just kind of boring, really safe, not really saying much, uh, kind of just like, again, like sort of a little bit of a waste of time, which is never a good feeling. Like, and like Eric said, is very true. Like you'd rather it be like a terrible, terrible hunk of crap as opposed to just like boring and nothing kind of thing. So yeah, 1.75 for me the week of. I've seen this movie before too, which is sort of like wow. a weird a weird other thing of like having to watch it twice and like you know, I will say like there are it's you know, I it, it it's again, it's like we we've seen like Sandy Wexler. Like it's like Sandy Wexler is like really stinks. Um but uh, so it's hard to to like go in on this one as that you know super hard. But I will say you know you're you're right. It's not doesn't have like a good. This hook is kind of boring. Like what if you're what if the other what if the groom's parents were richer? 
Like <laughs> yeah. not like not as like a good of a premise as even like you know as as a lot of the ones we've seen. So one point seven five. I'm also kind of bummed me. that that I mean I'm a huge Rachel Dratch fan. I think Rachel right. Dratch has been like. Uh, I think she's been like underutilized in in yeah. comedy. Like, you know, a lot of these movies, you, you see her. She comes up, and I think she she's been in one or two other Sandlers we've watched so far. But um, she can be really funny, and she's just kind of like a normal like mom character in this. And it's like, well, right, right. Why are you bringing her in to do that? Because you know, so much more potential there, but. Uh, yeah. So uh anyway, this is uh needless to say, this is probably um one of our favorite Sandler movies <laughs> we've watched so far. Uh the next one, Jeremy. We we get mm-hmm. to find out what's going on with Andy Samberg and that freaking you know Oh my god baby. More, more vampire had. stuff, please. Yes, Hotel uh Transylvania three, summer vacation. Ooh. Is, uh, I was just thinking they deserve a vacation. You know, me too. I'm excited. Uh th- you know, the cover art for this looks looks pretty fun. They're all buried in the sand. Uh Dracula, of course, does not look like he's having fun on the beach. Oh. Um Frank it, everyone else seems to be having a blast though. I think that I think this will be a good one. I think this will be a good one. Uh so uh stay tuned for that. And then patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy for uh, some great bonus content. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, any uh, any final words? Absolutely not. Norma, I'll see you in my dreams. Mm-hmm.